You know, there's somebody who uh, sits in the legislature who speaks really for himself because he is a party of one at this point, and, and and I think a pretty good voice for taking a sounding of what's going on, and that's Mike Schreiner, who is the leader of the uh, Green Party of Ontario and also the MPP for Guelph. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing great, Peter, and it's happy to have 100% of the Green Caucus on with you this afternoon. Well, you have you are 100% of the Green Caucus. We haven't seen each other for a while, but we speak every now and then, and I know that uh, you're pretty hot under the collar with regard to what's going on as well. Well, I just think that the Premier needs to come out of the Witness Protection Program Woo. and fix the disruptions that are happening uh, due to his education cuts. I mean, it was the Premier who I think set the stage for these negotiations, unfortunately, in the spring when he aggressively was attacking uh, union leaders before bargaining had even started. And so, you know what, I think the new Minister of Education has certainly uh, done an effective job of changing the tone, and I respect him for that. But the bottom line is, until the policies change, um, I think we're going to see disruptions in our schools. Well, you know, in fairness, there were plenty of disruptions in our schools over the 15 years that preceded Doug Ford. Uh, the, the, I, I don't think I could say with a straight face, and I sat in that legislature for seven years, that Kathleen Wynne as education minister and premier, Dalton McGinty before her as premier, they took plenty of strikes where education was concerned, and, and they, it wasn't all a bed of roses. The the education-related unions like QP and OSSTF and ETFO and the French counterparts, uh, they're, they're not easy to get along with. Well, it certainly can be challenging, Peter, and I know every government, uh, NDP, Liberal, and Conservative, have had their challenges uh, with labor unrest in our schools. I think what makes this one different is the cutbacks that are happening already and will happen. I mean, the fact that the financial accountability officer is saying we're going to see a decrease of 10,000 teachers in the system over the next few years. We've already seen a decrease in 3,000. And what teachers and other educational support staff have been telling me over the last few years, and this frankly dates back to the liberal government as well, so let's not give them a pass. The conservatives inherited this challenge is that because we're seeing so many more students with complex needs in our school system, it's putting a lot more pressure, particularly on our education assistants, to be able to support and meet the needs of those students. And so as you cut back the number of adults in in the classrooms, it's only going to increase that pressure. And in the case of educational support workers, some of the lowest paid employees in the system, I mean, the average QP worker makes $38,000 a year. I'm I'm aware of that. In fact, I quoted that figure uh, not ten minutes ago in talking to some of my callers. But uh, let me let me put something to you that's hypothetical because you've got you're you're plenty high on opinions, but you don't have the decisions to make. And and so I'm going to say, let's suppose that it's Premier Mike Schreiner, and and it's some time in the future, and the Green Party runs Ontario, and you have mm-hmm. the same kind of unions that are looking at you across the table as looked across at the Liberals, and are now looking across at the PCs, and they're putting the same kinds. Of, of pressures on you. The bottom line here is Doug Ford was elected, like him or not, uh, to, to make some change with regard to the finances of Ontario, which are in dire straits, owing $350 billion, as we do, and spending a billion and a half a month just on interest payments. Can you imagine, Mike, if that billion and a half had never, uh, in interest payments were not there, we wouldn't be having this strike or, 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 any, or negotiations that really presented much of a problem, because a billion and a half would probably cover everything we need. Oh, absolutely. That's exactly why I've been arguing for a fiscal responsible approach to government. 
But here's the bottom line, Peter, is the, the one program that the former Liberal government put in place that blew the budget way out of whack was the so-called fair hydro plan. I call it the unfair hydro plan. We're borrowing over $3 billion a year to be the only jurisdiction in North America to directly subsidize electricity prices. The financial accountability officer says it could cost us up to $90 billion over the next two decades. Oh, we, ha- we needed a bogus Green Energy Act, and, and, and we got one, and now it's gone. But the bottom line is... You can- I'm just saying that the Conservatives were opposed to that program when they were in opposition. They've kept it now that they're in government. No, no, they, they cancelled Green Energy. They didn't cancel the hydro program. It's the Fair Hydro Plan. Peter, it's the Fair Hydro Plan that we're talking about that's costing us about $3 billion that directly subsidizes electricity prices... At the very least, they should be capping that and means testing it. Because um, right now, you know, you can be an incredibly wealthy person who your discount on your electricity bill is the same as what a low-income person's entire electricity bill is. And we're doing it at a tune of $3 billion. And you know, I'll give Vic Fidelli, the former Minister of Finance, when he was in the opposition credit, he heavily criticized that program. And so if the government would cancel it or at least means test it, that is money that should be spent on health care and education and other essential services. Okay, so I, I did ask you if the Green Party were in power, you would obviously cancel the Fair Hydro Plan. You would then uh, short uh, shortchange yourself in the sense that um, you would be putting the onus on regular citizens to pick up the slack and pay a much larger bill coming in at every business and every home front door. Um, do you think people could afford it? Do you think they'd love you for it? Well, Peter, I think what we can do is means test it. So at the very least, uh, cap it. So um, those people who with modest and lower middle incomes um, receive a bit of subsidy to help them cover the costs, the rising cost of electricity. But there's no reason that you know, people who are wealthy and have the means to pay their bills um, should be getting the same subsidy. And we could use that money to help pay down the deficit and to ensure that we're not seeing the kinds of cuts in education that we're experiencing. Well, then I guess you've answered that reasonably well in terms of what the Green Party would do if it were in power, but you're not in power. You're sitting on the sidelines and you're looking at uh, negotiations that are going to begin this afternoon at 4.30, mm-hmm. and I would suggest probably burning the candle at both ends for the next couple of days, trying to come to a solution. What do you think? Well, uh, let's hope there's a solution, because I think nobody, regardless of which political party you're associated with, wants to see um, students not being able to go to school on Monday. And so, you know, I'm encouraging both sides uh, to, you know, negotiate uh, over the weekend or, you know, even if if they could settle it today, even better, but uh, to reach a settlement. And so I'm happy that both sides are going to be back at the table. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we need to make sure that our education system has the resources it needs and that we have enough support staff in place to be able to provide our students with the supports and education they need and deserve. Let me ask you a question or two more. In the calls that I took, and they were really across the board. I had union members. I had uh, moms and and dads and just onlookers, taxpayers Mm -hmm. in the province of Ontario. So it was pretty reasonably balanced. Some people suggested that QP was more than just a union bargaining in isolation, that it was kind of the canary in the coal mine in the sense 
that there were teachers behind the scenes, and uh, they were there. They are incredibly supportive of CUPE. Was uh, uh, this is not me saying that? This, mm-hmm. this is what I heard, and our listeners heard that uh, they're just as happy to see it go down this way because it doesn't put them in the line of fire, uh, and that um, th- this is probably uh, the go forward position of any union that winds up sitting with this government. Is this a political thing more than it is a union thing? You know, Peter, I don't know if I can comment on the sort of backroom machinations and strategies of the various unions, but I can tell you what teachers have told me who've been in to my office from from all the unions, um, that they uh, are increasingly concerned about the rising levels of violence in our schools and how it's affecting um, the well-being of teachers and educational support staff and that we actually need more support in in our classrooms, particularly with um, educational assistants and early childhood educators. And you know, those are the people who are the front lines of the strike right now. And so I know teachers have been in my office talking about the need to, to have more of those supports in the classroom because we just have so many more students now with uh, complex special needs. And that's, that will require additional resources to ensure that you know, we have the supports for those students, while at the same time ensuring that the other students in the classroom, um, you know, are able to access the education they need. So I'm not surprised the teachers are very supportive of, you know, the educational support staff. Okay, I've got to cut you off there, Mike, because we're out of time. But I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you and to uh, air your opinions. Always a pleasure, and I appreciate your show. All right. Mike Schreiner, the leader of the Green Party of the province of Ontario, MPP for Guelph, joining us here on the Jeff MacArthur Show.